0: Galnet News Digest, 2nd of August 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news Saved by her shield of steel. Nexus gets it in the neck. Author targets niche genre. Commanders demand higher prices. Saved by her shield of steel. People's Princess and General do-gooder Ashling Duval, who is now only three weeks from her marriage to Federal Ambassador Jordan Rochester, has survived an attempt on her life. Ashling was attending a fundraising event for her anti-slavery charity Unchain on Zhao 6, which had just started when the Princess's personal guard discovered a cache of explosives seemingly placed with the intent of killing the blue-wigged bride-to-be. After evacuating the building, the Imperial Internal Security Service found several more sets of explosive charges in key locations, which, if detonated, could have demolished the conference centre. Princess Ashling later continued with her fundraising schedule. Husband-to-be, hunky diplomat Rochester, expressed his gratitude to both the IISS, who were present at the incident, and the Federal Security Services, who were not. Rochester emphasised that many hundreds of lives might have been lost had the security service not acted so promptly. Ashling's Angels, who should have been maintaining order in the system, which is controlled by Duval, and who should have swept the building for explosives before the Princess arrived, were not available for comment. Meanwhile, the ISS is working to identify the origin of the explosives and will take further action once the perpetrators have been identified. Unchained co-founder Jarl Teredo, whose amorous advances were spurned by Princess Ashling, was not reported to be present at the event. Nexus Gets It In The Neck Terrorist leader Admiral Weary McAllister Currently on trial in Alioth for her part in the League of Reparation assassinations, has been shot by the daughter of one of her victims. The would-be assassin of Assassin McAllister is Polly Cartesius, daughter of Senator Nestor Cartesius, who was murdered on the 21st of April by the League. She took a shot at the Assassin Admiral soon after McAllister had entered the witness stand, and while Deputy Inspector Mara Clatt, Widely acclaimed for her part in rounding up the League of Reparation, was giving evidence for the prosecution. Certesius Jr. appears to have smuggled a concealed laser weapon into the public gallery at the trial under an assumed name, leading to calls for tighter security. As a citizen of the Empire, she has the right to trial under Imperial jurisdiction, and has been handed over to the ISS, and is expected to be returned to capital to await trial. Murderer McAllister is reported to be in a critical condition and will be transported to a secure medical facility as soon as possible. It is not clear whether she will survive this attempt on her life. Regardless of her fate, the relatives of victims of the League of Reparation will need to wait a few weeks longer to find out about the shadowy organisation that killed their loved ones, to find out what drove Nexus McAllister to murder, and to see justice done properly. Author targets niche genre. Author of romantic pulp novels, Love Redcourt, has suddenly and without warning turned into a science fiction novelist. Redcourt, who was halfway through a tour to promote his steamy historical romances, and whose name is an anagram of Du Lovo Crater on Mars, has apparently jumped ship from the liner that was transporting him in the process breaking his contract to write and promote 25 novels in the Corsair King series. Bonespire Publishing has announced its intention to sue the runaway author if he doesn't return, while Redcourt's agent, Margot Hist, cast doubt on his ability to pay damages using the proceeds from the sales of any science fiction book. Hist described science fiction as a niche genre with a tiny audience, in an apparent attempt to dissuade Bonespire from suing. Commanders demand higher prices The Pilots' Federation is reported to be faced by a dilemma over commanders demanding to be charged more. Explaining the situation, spokesperson Anton Archer claimed that the cost of pilots' licences, including advanced licences for planetary and atmospheric landings and licences to get out of the spaceship and walk about, could easily be covered using the higher-than-expected proceeds from the sales of paint jobs and chip spoilers. Pilots' licences could be free to fly for everyone. But there's a fly in the ointment. A small number of commanders who paid for the Lifetime License Pack are demanding that the Pilots' Federation should charge for its licenses, so that they, the Lifetime License Pack holders, can get the licenses for free, but everyone else has to pay. The Pilots' Federation, which has this year been issuing licenses for new features completely for free, is therefore being forced into charging for otherwise free licenses, not so that its premium members will get anything more but so that junior members will get less, unless they pay for it. In related news, commanders who asked for space legs are beginning to wish they'd asked for planetary legs instead. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.